Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Today, the angels and the teachers of the universe want to talk about living our best vibration. And we understand that everything is energy and we are energy and how we vibrate is how we live our life because that's what attracts like vibrations to us. And so how are you living your vibrational frequency and what is that right now? The reality is here in 2020, well, in any time, but right now in 2020, all planets are moving to a vibrational higher frequency. We talk a lot about Earth being at 528 hertz and the impact of the sun because the sun is reacting or it's opening up its own portals to give us more light and providing higher frequency to its surrounding environment, Earth being included in that. So there's an interaction between Earth and Sun, but we forget about all the other planets in our solar system. Let's talk about just there in our universe before we go into multiverse. But all the planets are moving into a vibrational frequency. And so we talk in astrology about the impacts of these planets that are going retrograde, but sometimes those planetary energies or those planets also need to just go retrograde. They're also getting ramped up because they assist us in our evolutionary process. So it would make sense for them also to go through times of quiet or times of slowing down a little bit. And so when we think about us being connected to all and all in space or to just all, it would make sense that everything is being elevated. And we know too that when the earth rises or the vibration that's that's coming down to earth, that 528 hertz, that's the high heart or that opens up the gateways for us to move into or to have access to those higher dimensions. We also know that the, the tyrants, and I'm just going to generally say that the tyrants aren't of earth's frequency, so they can't stay so anything that's of that lower frequency is getting triggered. Let's think about it logically. Think about Earth as being at that heart frequency and, and think about her just for a moment. Give the visual to yourself of her being hot coals and how difficult it would be for anyone to walk on hot coals that are not able to do that. So now let's turn that to the frequency. Mother Earth is at a 528 frequency. And anyone that's of a lower frequency, they're going to kind of get burned or they're going to kind of feel this, this, um, that they don't belong or it doesn't belong. The tyrants aren't of earth frequency, so they simply can't stay. They'll implode. So when we think about a long-term tyranny is coming to an end. And what we may be hearing is their battle cry or their battle to hold on. Their pain of realizing that 
the light and the love will always live and that their energy or the lower vibrations of their frequencies won't live on. And we can break it down to simple things when we argue or when we we have a, a fight of some sort. That's a vibration that we're emitting. And that vibration simply is going to lose. It is simply not going to sustain. So let's take it back to our humanness. If you're on social media or you're, you could be writing an, an email or leaving a, a terse voicemail for somebody. But if you're doing that in the space of anger or frustration, and let's pick something that's a daily topic here in the United States, is you find yourself angry about needing to wear a mask or you're finding yourself angry because those that should be, in, in your eyes, those that should be wearing a mask aren't. You know, it's triggering that in you and it's, it's spawning this frustration or this anger. You're vibrating at a lower frequency. It's simple as that. If you're driving down a road and someone cuts in front of you or wants to um, speed by you, and you're feeling that moment of anger or frustration, or you even lash out at them, you are in a lower vibration. And I want you to realize that, that that lower vibration, that's a fighting energy or anger. That anger or hate is the destruction of humanity. And you might think about it as being very small, but you're pretty powerful as a human being. And, and that small action or that small moment contributes to that collective consciousness. So the question is, what are you doing to remove those things from your life? Remove that judgment, remove the hatred, the anger from your own personal life as the vibration continues to contribute to the collective consciousness. Choose wisely in where you're you're contributing. Start within first, and that work is not easy, but it does bring peace to your life. The questions that the the masters and the healers and the teachers of the universe are posing to you right now is, you know, to question yourself. Maybe you're not healing emotional wounds because you're afraid to, or because you're trying to be someone you're not. We're going through phases in our life, and we can call them events trauma, experiences, whatever label you want to put on it. But the person you are before that event or that trauma or the perception of that person that you were at that point is not who you are now. Because every event, every trauma, every day we go through a vibrational change. We have interactions that change us. You're honestly, you're different now than you were before. That old version of you doesn't exist. You cannot be on earth and not have been impacted by vibrational changes. Yet, you may find you're holding on to it. That's that old story, that old memory. It might even be an old imprint of something someone told you or something you saw on television as a child or something you might have even heard as part of a relationship that you once were in where someone else was maybe imprinting on you or somebody was imprinting their own wounds upon you. You've adopted that vibration 
and things, you've adopted that vibration as something you should be, and it simply doesn't fit. So the reality is, is, you know, if you're healing emotional wounds, it's, it's being in the present and being raw with who you are right now. It's being realistic. It's like having clothes in your closet that don't fit and you'll never wear them, but you keep them for an emotional connection, or you have a vision as to what you think you should be. It's a reminder to something that you're not. Keeping or holding on to something that doesn't fit you anymore or doesn't fit in your emotional field is simply unhealthy. Instead of honoring who you are now or really changing or shifting or purposely taking action to move into that place. So they question, we're in a time and they question this, do you truly know who you are? Or is it things that have been made up by other people's stories about you or the impressions of who you think you should be to fit into that space? You have an opportunity right now to get rid of that. And if you're challenged in this space, then go back to, do you know who you are? Have you created this version of yourself based on something beyond you? The earth is showing you truth. And if you're bumping up against it, it is to go back to what is your truth. We're going to be facing that the rest of this fall. We've got a lot of planetary influences that are pushing us to really look at our version of the truth and not to hide who we are or not to hide who we are to ourselves and certainly not to hide who we are to those around us. The question that that the guides are asking is, how many times are you given that opportunity to really shine or to really show who you are? And what you're doing is you're simply trying to go back to that older version of yourself. And sometimes it comes out sideways. I've seen it in, in some clients. I've seen it in some personal experiences in my own life. It kind of comes out sideways with, with people or instances where they're afraid to plan for something or they're afraid to commit to something simply because they don't want to disappoint anyone or they don't want to disappoint themselves. It's simply safer to not plan or to not commit. And these are one of the, these are a couple of the things that are going to be pushed. It's kind of like they're showing me some hot buttons that are going to be pushed this year to really decide and it's not to take sides. I'm, I'm not talking about that to take sides. Are you, you know, on the black side or the white side? Are you on the, the upside or the downside? Are you on the right side or the wrong side? I'm not, I'm not talking about that. But it's about understanding what's in alignment with you. And that's really living your frequency now. You know, sometimes we become so fixed on what we want to see or what we think we should see, that we fail to see what's right in front of you. And right now, the universe is giving us the opportunity. And I want to say the opportunity, but it's actually opportunity after opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to see what it is before us. Yet, some of us don't want to see it because we're looking for something else. What's in front of us is right in front of us, but we're looking off to the right so really pay attention to what the universe is presenting in front of you in all layers of your, your bodies, your physical body, your etheric, your emotional, your spiritual, your mental. 
we can believe that others restrict us. And right now, the world, I'm going to talk about the U.S. primarily, is, is struggling with being told or different laws or different restrictions that we perceive are restricting us. But it's truly only your vibration and how you look at that. Are you looking at it as a restriction? How are you feeling about that situation that restricts you? And how are you responding to it? Because if you don't look at it as a being a restriction, or if you change your vibration, then it's not a restriction. If you look at it as an opportunity for something being shown to you and you need to change your belief system, then it becomes an opportunity. Are you focusing your energy on the fight of things? Or are you focusing on that place of, of love? You know, our evolution involves really connecting with our soul because our soul always knows our evolutionary path. Our soul always knows where that, that heart direction is. It's the human parts of us that try to fight it. Have you ever woken up with a feeling? You know, you wake up and you might feel sad or you feel excited or you feel scared or you feel tired. What you're picking up on when you wake up is you're actually waking up into a collective energy that your energy is aligning to. It's a great compass because at night we kind of clear out. We go into deep, deep sleep. The brain slows down. We have access to more pristine energy. But when we wake up, we land back or we come back into that human field, the third dimension. And that's really where your vibrational energy is. And so it's a good indicator as to how you're waking up. If you're waking up charged and revitalized and excited and happy about the day ahead, that's a good indicator as to your vibrational energy. But if you find that you're waking up and you're tired or you're sad or you're angry about something, then that's also an indicator of the vibrational energy that you're aligning to. And there's your opportunity to shift or to change that. Because in every second, when you observe and you recognize that you're, you're at this energy, you can, you can set the intent. So a practice that I often suggest to my clients is that before you go to bed tonight, is set the intent as to how you're going to wake up. Just take that those couple extra seconds before you go to sleep at night to thank your angels and guides for being with you and guiding you for the day. They, they love being acknowledged, but it puts you in that place of gratitude. And then that's the perfect time to set your intent for how you're going to wake up in the morning and then see what happens. And as humans, we take some time to practice on this. And so if you try this, and you wake up in the morning and you still feel that you're in that funk or you're in that, that angry energy or that hurt energy or madness, whatever that energy is, then decide at that point because that's the second point is you get to decide. The minute that you acknowledge what you're experiencing, you get to shift and decide how your energy is going to be.
It's kind of like driving on a freeway and you come up upon a car that's driving very slow and you decide to move over and pass. So you move over into the passing lane and you pass the car. That's a conscious decision that you've made that you've decided not to follow behind the slow moving vehicle, but to move over and pass them. And you have that same, that same energy in your everyday life. It's like once you observe something, then decide what you're going to do about it. Don't stay in it. The concept of, of driving on the road and having the ability to pass someone or to move out of that slow lane applies also in our personal life. So back to all planets are moving to a higher vibrational frequency and they're all doing this to evolve themselves as well as to assist us or to force us into evolution. So let's take a look at some of the action that's happening. Chiron is the comet that pushes us to heal our old wounds and um, right now, Saturn is in retrograde and Saturn is all about karmic, you know, karmic movement and stuff. And so we really look at those two together. And one of the really good things about Chiron is that as it's pushing us to heal those old wounds, it's ancestral, it's this lifetime, it's our core wounds, you know, all of those things, we can expect to continue that through the fall and into winter as we all individually as well as collectively work to improve these things. So we're going through this massive triggering in these areas of our life. And sometimes we feel like it's um, happening in one area of our life and not other areas. And we don't understand that. But because we're here on this planet together, the universe has we can look at our, our astrology signs as how we are split or how we are working on some collective things. And so Chiron impacts different signs very differently. So for example, Chiron will work with the fire signs about wounds that are, that are involved with the ego, the heart, and any of your self-expression. And Chiron will work with the air signs about anything that uh, wounds in our communication, our relationships with others, and and really feeling accepted in society. And so, and I'll go through the, the this information. And so, listen as you go through this as to where your astrology sign might be, and see if it resonates with what might be showing up for you, and your participation to come to Earth at this time to work on this particular collective uh, collective energy. And, and that's what's going to keep being triggered with you over and over and over again. So if you're not sure what your sign resides in, a fire sign, because there's 12 astrology signs and there's four quadrants. And so three signs per each of those, okay? And we have fire, water, earth, and air. And the fire signs are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. Water is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And Earth is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And air is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Okay. 
And so if you are a fire sign, which is Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, you're going to be working on the wounds that have to deal with your ego. Anything that deals with your heart, it's really going to push you to become more heart-centered than in your head. And then how you express yourself, your your self-expression. And so for you, if you're in this, this group, you're choosing probably to be more vocal or you might also be choosing to be more quiet simply because it's how you express. And so really notice what is happening in the world. If uh, social media posts are bothering you, it might be bumping up against those things, either in how you self-express and how somebody else self-expresses, right? Or if the protests bother you, it might be bumping up about how you self-express and how others self-express and to work through that. And it might be areas of past lifetime, this lifetime, things that you've been imprinted on. So it's carrying those wounds and it's digging those things to the top and the events or the experiences that you have around you are going to keep poking at those areas and poking and poking and poking until you work through them, until you get comfortable, until you have 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 and do understand those those pieces or those parts of yourself. But it's also the collective. So when we think about the collective wounds about ego, the collective wounds about heart, I mean, think how big that is, right? the collective wounds about self-expression. So these are not small, trivial things. These are big, deep-seated things within ourselves, but also within our communities, within our culture, within our societies, within our legal systems, just everything. It's going to touch on everything, okay? Let's move on then to the water sign, because water sign, this is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And water carries the wounds in our emotions. It could be death-related trauma, separation of the soul and source of the universe, right? So these are deep, deep. So you in these areas, again, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, you are helping, you're individually clearing this energy, but you're also helping clear the collective consciousness emotions, right? You're getting beat up. I'm just going to say, you're probably feeling incredibly beat up and feeling more of the triggering um, the triggering emotions than maybe some of the other signs are. Anything that's death-related, and, and again, I want to say that's past lifetime, this lifetime, childhood traumas. Um, Death-related trauma can be the ending of something that's so traumatic. It can be the ending of a relationship, the ending of um, a dream that you had, it and, and the separation of the soul and source. It's some piece of you needs to come back together. So it could be an old, usually past lifetime wound where the soul has become fragmented. And you're working on bringing that fragmentation back into wholeness. Those are big things. They're not easy things, okay? Let's move on then to Earth. Earth is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And you guys are carrying the wounds in the body. 
So you're probably experiencing more physical things right now. This also you're carrying your sense of security. And so we think about what's happening in the world. It might be loss of job or loss of financial security. You're going to you're going to probably feel it more than the other signs because for you, that might be your sense of security, your home, your financial security, or even relationships can, can be uh, crucial for you if they bring you your sense of security. So again, there's when we think of healing on the collective, healing on the collective, our sense of security. Now let's break that down. For many people, your sense of security could be many different things, relationship, home, job, financial security. And so it's multi-layered within that. You're also healing your sense of perfectionism and understanding your own and the collective definition of perfectionism. As we go forward and as we continue to evolve, it's we become more sure of ourselves and the little things don't matter. We're sure that we can move through things. We have faith, we have um, confidence, again, that gets back to our security in uh, that we can just move forward. The last thing that you're also working on is uh, authoritarianism. So somebody that is being an authoritative figure for you, you're bumping into that. You don't, you don't like to be in that, you don't like to be in that sense. You're probably the ones that are going to be out protesting and expressing that the loudest. I'm chuckling because I'm just getting some channeled information here on on this area. But I want to bring back to the earth sense that, that it's important. Your sign is carrying this healing of the collective consciousness in that area. And again, the earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And you're carrying the wounds of the body, your sense of security, your perfectionism, and how authority is, is uh, impacted or how, how it's brought upon you. And the last sign we're going to talk about is air. And air is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And Chiron carries wounds in the areas of communication, relationships with others, and being accepted in society. And so you're bumping into all the triggers that impact those areas, how you communicate to others and how you are communicated to. So if you're an air sign, again, Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius, how things are communicated to you or how you communicate out to others might be a big triggering fact. Either you're feeling bombarded with too much information or not enough information, or you're trying to figure out what the truth is. You're also working through huge, huge areas in relationships with others. Okay. And lastly, being accepted by society. So you're going to get triggered and challenged in these areas to help you heal again, the individual wounds, as well as heal the collective wounds in those areas. So going back to the question of how are you living your vibrational frequency, these things are going to be triggered within you in order to see or to vibrate at a, at a different pace. The other planetary influence that I want to talk about today is Uranus. And Uranus is always looking forward. It's always shaking things up in order to see what fits and what doesn't fit. And 
Uranus is, uh, is the teacher. It teaches us about flexibility, adaptability. It, it helps us remember how resilient we are, but it is a critical planet for the change and growth. And right now Uranus is in the archetype, uh, or it's in Taurus, and the archetype of Taurus is I have. And so it's bumping up against everything that we have around us. And it's a deep-seated energy. It's very, very deep, but suddenly Uranus will, will push us. So Uranus also is known for unexpected changes, like out of the blue, things will shift, which is also important for us as we go through the rest of this year, where we're expected to change our beliefs and what we thought we knew. Uranus is going to be helping us get those experiences so that we can shift from the old patterning into the new patterning. Again, being aware of where your vibrational is. Okay. So I just, I want to talk through where Uranus inner interacts with the signs. All right. So Uranus for any of the cardinal signs, which are the signs that start the season. So a cardinal sign would be if you're Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn. And for you, you are going to be the initiators of change, of going forward, of the, the values, what you value, and the emotion or action in the new way of being, not the old. So initiating something new, initiating old doesn't even make sense. You can't initiate something old. It's already there, but this is about creating change. All right. And Uranus is going to work with the mutable signs and the mutable signs are the signs that are in the middle of those quadrants, right? So that's Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. You guys are going to be more responsive to change you're going to be the flexibility. You're going to show us versatility. You're going to be the ones that kind of push back and say, hey, wait a minute, isn't isn't there a different way to look at this than what we've been looking at it before? So where the cardinal signs are going to initiate change and they're going to take action, the mutable signs are going to come and show us where there's maybe a little bit more flexibility needed and versatility and that responsiveness to change. So then where are the rest of the signs, the fixed signs? Those are the signs that are in the middle of the quadrants, right? That's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And you guys, I just want to say you're going to be a little bit more resistant to change. You really value consistency and re reliability. And right now we're not in that energy. So just be aware that you might have to become the follower in the next few months, instead of trying to be the leader, you might need to be the follower instead of trying to adapt or to convince someone to change. Just be aware of that because you're playing a role. And if you don't play that role that you've been assigned to, then that's where it starts to create some of the, the conflict. The universe isn't really allowing us to rest easy <laughs> it's, or to be in a comfortable state. We're all getting shaken up in many different ways. And again, I want to remind everybody you came here at this time to participate in this evolution. And so as, as many of you are saying, what is going on? 
When are we going to be done with this? Well, we're going to be done with this when all of us step into the roles that we're supposed to play or that we signed up to play and and act upon those. And and that's our collective consciousness. That's if you, if you've ever been on a team project and you know that if the team is working really well together, you can you can really accomplish anything. But when you're all butting heads and battling together, it's a mess. It's a chaotic mess. And the results often are not good. It doesn't turn out the way you intended it to be. It's a painful experience. And that's basically what the universe is doing now is telling us to get into our collective consciousness, understand our roles, align to those roles, and help move forward. All right? And moving forward is easier than trying to go back. I'm just going to say because the back, the back where it was isn't going to exist because that's a lower vibration. It just isn't. So we're all moving towards this gateway, wanting to have access to the fifth dimension. And the, the only way to access the fifth dimension is to go through the heart, is to go with the flow versus force. Okay, That access is a gateway of, of love. And you simply cannot be in a place of judgment hate, anger, frustration, any of those. Those are all lower vibration. You simply cannot expect to access the gateway of fifth dimension and higher all the other dimensions and be in this of place in judgment. This is where we all learn acceptance. And the astral beings from the other dimensions have long communicated to me that this understanding of love and letting go and acceptance, letting go of the fight and the anger and those lower vibrations is the single most hardest, single hardest lesson to learn in order to have access to something that we talk about, we dream about, we want. Some of us say we're actually there and you're not. It's like being being in, in that space. It's, it's a place where um, it's a place where sometimes you need to step into neutrality, okay? The first step often is to release the anger, the frustration, the hatred, and at least go to neutrality. That's the gray area. Before when I, when I spoke about this polarity that we're, we're in right now, that's right or wrong, black and white, up and down, go to neutrality, go to the middle, because that's a more balanced place for you right now if you're struggling in one area or the other. If you can't commit to, to love or you can't commit to one thing or another, um, aim for neutrality. That's the best thing that you can do right now. Rather than picking sides, aim for neutrality. It's, it's that closest place to peace and it's going to keep your vibration intact or your vibration healthy while you're going through this process. And I just want to say times are not easy now. We are going to continue to be challenged for not just 2020, but for years ahead. The the ramifications of this energy change are not short-lived. They're long. And so again, it's how do you live your best vibration? You choose to lose your, you choose to use your best vibration every day. Sorry, they're just talking so fast to me. I need to slow down in my humanness. So bear with me for just a moment as, as I'm working with them to get the message. There's very, 
They're very passionate when it comes to helping the beings of the earth work through evolution and transformation. They actually get incredibly frustrated with us when we get wrapped up in, in tiny things. We, we lean towards conspiracy and we lean towards our rights are being taken away and we lean towards the negative. We lean by human. We're stepping away from those negatives, but we still have a tendency to lean to the negative energy anytime we get faced with change or the face of something new, the face of a new opportunity. It's just that's part of the ancestral wounds that we're letting go of is that tendency to lean towards it's something bad instead of stepping into your heart and realizing that it could be something good if we just lean to the good energy. You choose to lean towards neutrality or to love. You choose to step that way. So in all this, it's a choosing and living your best vibration every day because your vibration is changing every day, but choosing to live your best vibration every day. So a couple tips, I've asked them a couple tips. What are some things that we can do that we can consciously choose to live a higher vibration now. And one is, of course, nature. Nature nurtures. Get outside. Nature is vibrationally high. It is Mother Earth. It is vibrating at a higher vibration. Get out and hike, walk, bike, move. Move your body. Getting outside um, in a time where your body needs to connect with that higher vibration. Get outside and move. Secondly, water. They're taking me around the directions. Water. Water replenishes and detoxes the body. So make sure that you drink lots of water, like it's healthy water, but also if you can get into water. Sun brings the vibration of that light to us. So it's a naturally high vibration. It's a it's an accelerator to our energy field. So getting outside or getting in a natural sunlight is going to naturally elevate or bring that vibration into your physical being. Wind, the breeze that carries our dreams, our visions, and our wishes beyond. And it also moves the old energy back. If you've ever stood in a cooling breeze and the sense that it's something new and refreshing coming to you, but it's also a clearing of the old. And so again, they're bringing me the directions. Wind is east, which is about new beginnings. Sun is south, which is about nurturing. West is water, which is just replenishment and detoxes the body. And then north is about nurturing or getting out in nature. It's that connection to earth. Then another way is to talk and feel your way into what you want your life to be, okay? Going back to that exercise that they gave you earlier about setting the intent before you go to sleep at night so you wake in the day, but if you find yourself waking in a lower vibration, talk and feel your way into what your life, what you want that to be. The minute you start feeling that, oh, this is going to go bad, or this is a crappy day, or this is horrible, Begin to talk and feel feel your way forward. And again, before you go to bed, set the intent of emotional health, healthy consciousness, um, that connection. What, Where do you want to be when you wake up in the morning? And then thanking your angels and guides for helping you and to, to bring you awareness so that you can get into that. Wake with the shift for the day. Know that you have the power to shift your energy. And 
uh, and certainly don't give up. We're humans. And as humans, we often expect an immediate response and an immediate gratification, right? But some of your habits might be so deeply ingrained from past lifetime and they might be ancestral. It's going to take a period of time to hit the reset. And many of us are going through a reset now and we're fighting that reset instead of fighting it, accept it and set the direction forward. I always like to use humor. See you where there's humor and what the universe is showing you. Check or, or catch a good romantic comedy or a comedy movie, but it's that lightness that humor brings us into a different state of being. And keep in mind that time is absolutely irrelevant, irrelevant to the universe. It's the lessons and experiences. So I might say we have the rest of this year that we're, we're in this energy. And I can look at astrology to say the planets are going to kind of hold us in this energy, but you have total control over how long you're going to be in any sort of energy because it's, it's not day, hour, month, or year driven. It's event driven. So be it, pay attention to the events and the experiences. I always, I know some of you that are listening are just simply overachievers and you might be moaning if I sell, we're, we're going to be in this for six more months. We'll be the overachiever set the intent for yourself that, that you're going to move through this energy quicker and faster and ask the universe to bring you those events and showing and teachings that, that help you move through, through that. Okay. This growth period that we're in right now, it's not going to be done overnight. So please don't have the expectation it's going to change or it's going to, uh, some magical light switch is going to be flipped. But we, honestly, we have years and years ahead of us um, to move and to get it right and to move us into that golden age. The soul is the compass and the soul has the roadmap, but it's your humanness that often gets you off track. And that's just the honest truth. So the last question I want to leave you with is just look at how are you living your vibrational frequency? And are you living your best frequency at this time? With that, be healthy, be happy, be in your heart goodness, and peace to you. This is Lori Wandra of Your Life Core. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.